Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode episode Gundam Seed podcast that finished Gundam 00 and decided it was time to da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-duel. My name is Jeremy. I completely forgot what this episode was about, so I don't have a joke lined up. Oh no! I'm Tyler. I'm making sure not to look at all the unbuilt models I have behind me all the time. My name is Zach. Oh, this is the one where Chino participates in a... a like, gunpla lo- tournament. Yeah, yes. a gunpla tournament. Because she's like, I want to hang out with Say, and Say's thing is Gunpla, so I'll show him how good a Gunpla I am. She gets Say slash Reiji to train her to yep. fight Gunpla against her longtime rival, who she doesn't see as a rival. No, actually, this is the introduction episode for what is now my favorite character, Caroline. <laughs> yeah, Caroline will return. The part in this episode, which we're not going to get because it's audio only, basically... She introduces herself at one point as Ketorine. <laughs> yeah, she's like trying of, to phonetically say her name, but it because it, like, it sounds the, like a Microsoft Sam saying her name. Yeah, yeah because it's it misses specific- the LR. It, it's got the LR confusion there. So and specifically when she's correcting her name in the park with Say, I, yeah. I remember that part because she's like it's Ketorina. <laughs> <laughs> North or south? Uh, neither. It's Ketorine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you added the A onto there, so I, I yeah. thought I should check. So we are watching. Gundam Build Fighters Episode 9, Wings of Imagination, which it sounds like Zach liked more than the previous two episodes. Yeah, probably because Mao's not in this one. Yep. And uh, neither is uh, Niels Nielsen, really. Niels Nielsen and, is in this episode. But he has more character than yes. he had in the previous episodes, and he's funny. You know, the thing is, because now he has attached- to interact with other characters, which makes him great. Instead of just being smug genius boy, he has been put into Gundam Build Fighters. Oh no, teenagers! <laughs> Being dragged off by uh, Ketorine was actually really funny. I was hoping that would turn you around on Niels Nielsen, because that is most of his deal for the I'm, rest of the series. I mean, I still hate that character trope, but adding stuff on top of it makes him a lot better. Because in his first appearance, he's just like, I am this character trope. What else you got? What else you got? This is I thought I made it clear I don't have anything else. Did you ever watch Jimmy Neutron? I watched the it, movie. I, I do never remember the series. I do remember him being a domestic terrorist. Th- this is why Jimmy Neutron was actually great, is because he was never alone and his friends are idiots, and that makes him great by comparison to th- because he's like, man, I still have to put up with these guys who are complete dumbasses, uh, and um, all of his uh, inventions never really work. There's also it's kind that of the, it's yeah. kind of the same as Dexter. Yeah, it's like the boy genius, but none of his stuff ever really works, and being surrounded by idiots. The problem is a lot of time when anime decides to use this kind of character trope. They play it totally straight, and it's boring as hell. It's one of the reasons why I feel like I'd find Doctor Stone insufferable. So I could—I've never actually watched it. So you know, I forget the name main character of Doctor Stone's Senku. name. Thank you, Senku. Senku is actually not terribly insufferable because he also has a bunch of crippling personality flaws. So that's why he has to surround himself with people who can do things. <laughs> that's why he has to find a person who isn't a twenty in charisma and recruit him to his team. But I think this is also why, like Dexter and uh, Jimmy Neutron, are not insufferable because they also have crippling personality flaws. Nils just is surrounded himself by with teenagers, and that's the rest of the show. I think is he has teenagers all around him. So. Uh, sometimes he has Ricardo Fellini around him. Which is even worse. <laughs> Ricardo Fellini is the least well-adjusted teenager in this show. He wasn't my favorite in the next in the episode after this one. He's up but there, But he's though. pretty close. <laughs> there is a very specific <laughs> sequence of events I found absolutely great in the next is, episode. Is it when he's super drunk and, like, talking about O8 MS team? <laughs> I mean, that was part of it. But no, the, the sequence of events that I absolutely loved didn't involve Fellini. And I don't want to go into it because that's next week. 
not this week. This week had Cheena making a kind of cheating bear guy. Bear guy's on. <laughs> which is pretty funny. And Rinko being horrified because Say is locked up in the uh, in the room. And then Cheena makes it worse. So if you're just listening to the first time for some reason and have just heard us say character names for the last five minutes, go back. Gundam Build Fighters is good. You should just watch Gundam Build Fighters probably. It's pretty good. You don't really need any Gundam knowledge. Just Wikipedia Rumble Raw real quick before <laughs> you watch it to get the jokes. Um, but uh, Gundam Build Fighters is the story of Bluoni Boy, Seiyori, and Radoni Boy, Reiji. They're a team. They're friends now. They are competing in a Gumpla tournament because this is a world where if you build a Gumpla, it comes to life and can fight. So why would you not do yeah. that? And it's well, Pokemon rules. Honestly, I could actually see why you wouldn't want to do that, Tyler, because it's not like they don't have to fix themselves after they've been, if you lose, and spending, you know, an absolute butt ton of time working on it and making it look all nice only to have it get shredded by somebody. That's why, as uh, Rawl said in an earlier episode, sometimes people just want to build something and have it on display. And that was Say's personality flaw, right? He couldn't control good because he was afraid of all the work. That's why he gave it to a reckless red-haired boy who didn't have to do any work and was super laid back so he could do all the fighting because he doesn't care how bad the build strike gets beat up. Except Uh, for the fact that we know that's not true because he was really apologetic to Say about how it was going to get wrecked. uh, No, that was just because they had the tournament on the line. And they wouldn't be fixed in time for the tournament. They won the qualifying tournament and they're in the world championship now. Reiji might be a genie or a vampire or a power ranger or an alien or an isekai prince or... A ninja. Did you have, did you have any other theories, Tyler? Plavsky particles. Oh, also Plavsky, oh, yeah. sentient Plavsky particles. That was the other big one. Rinko is Sei's mom. Reiji's mom by default. She's <laughs> super into shipping her son with his classmate, China, who is cute, and they seemed into each other. She is a shy art girl. Just like, say, is a basically a, a shy gunpla boy. Yeah, he's a shy art boy. His art style is just not recognized because it's commercial and Bandai profits from it. But Bandai helped make this. Therefore, it should be the biggest thing, as they did in Gundam Build Divers, right? They're just way better at being subtle about it in this show. Uh, yeah, and the fact that they make modeling look fun. Yeah, that's the other thing. This is the show that kind of got me into modeling. Building a Gumpla of a Freedom Gundam was on my bucket list, but this is what made me actually do it. There's also Nils Nielsen, the half-American, half-Japanese, half-ninja, half-detective, half-genius, who won the American championship by defeating Greco Logan, a.k.a. Lieutenant Surd. Uh, they also have, we've got uh, Mao. He's not in Does this episode. He have a, does he yes. have a last name? I think, he do- I think Reggie is the only one who doesn't, because it's a real obvious next episode when the announcers are saying, yes, Sayori and Reggie. <laughs> is he Yamanaka? That sounds right, but I couldn't tell you. I might be making that up. But he's another qualifier from Japan because Japan has a lot of them. Hilariously, Yamanaka is the last name of one of my coworkers. So it's something Suko. It's either Yasuko or like Masako is in my head, but I don't think it's Masako Mao because I would remember the alliteration. It might be Yasuko, though. It's something Suko. I know that for sure. Anyway, it, he's not he's, in this episode, so it's not really relevant. Yeah. Is anyone else in this episode? I don't think so. Rumble Rawl, probably. I'm not even sure if Rawl is in this appears episode, at, I think he appears post-credits. It's Yasuka. Yasuka? Yasuka Mao. That's right. So I was close. You're close. Also, Isla, she will appear in the post-credits sequence, I think. Anything else we want to say about Gundam Build Fighters? I think that's it's, a good summation. It's pretty good. I think there's only one that I really didn't like, and it was the last one, mainly because our main characters, Say and Reiji, the guys who I'm invested in, didn't really do anything last episode. 
My only complaint with the show is that I wish they would use more Street Fighter-style finishing moves on things. Spoilers, I think you're going to like the back half of I like Fighters. So far from what we've seen going into this, we saw at the beginning everyone basically just building like, this is what Gundams do. So we built Gunpla that do what Gunpla do, or Gundams do. And we're starting to see now the shift of like, as I think Jeremy put it, like the esports thing where now people are like, how do I manipulate and break this system to win? Yeah, Say and Reiji won the Japanese qualifiers, and now they're learning that everybody in the finals knows how to wave dash, and they've got to learn how to wave dash <laughs> before they get to the actual world tournament or they're going to get crushed. Carlos which, Kaiser couldn't wave dash. That's why he got his ass beat by a girl. Which is such a cool concept that everyone is now like, how do I manipulate and break this system? Because that's how esports works. Yeah, the most unrealistic thing is it would take seven years to get here. <laughs> uh, I I could see it taking a while to get to that point, depending on how big it was. It also depends. Do they patch like Riot and they're like, oh, we don't like this. We're taking this out of the Plavsky particles now. Or are they like Nintendo of like patch? What is this patch you speak of? Anyway, we are watching episode nine, Wings of Imagination. You can watch along on Crunchyroll and I recommend that you do. We start on a building, a fancy building, and it is the middle school art exhibition. And then we get a heel, and then now Joe Sama walks onto screen. <laughs> She's got the hairstyle and everything, plus a uh, an, an attendant and everybody. I do like how everybody is, like, staring at her. Like, this is unusual behavior, because usually when you see stuff like this, this character is just treated as a normal situation, and everybody just keeps on going. I love this how kid. concerned that lady looks, actually. <laughs> this kid, and yes, his, his, uh, presumably his mom. His mom looks like this woman is clearly disturbed, and this kid is like, why is this woman so messed I, up? I Interesting. Did. My interpretation of this is she has a writing crop, and that boy is like, oh, I think I'm into that. And his mom is like, that is indecent. You should not be giving my son fetishes on the street. But it's on the other side of her. That is also clearly a whip and not a writing crop. And that's <laughs> yes, that is <laughs> uh, true. Also, I didn't notice until just now that her horse is in the background of every scene she's in. <laughs> I didn't notice like, that she had a horse. Yeah, because her dad is the old spice mogul, obviously. <laughs> so she Ojo Sama's on the screen and exhibits about how she's won prizes at many exhibitions. And there's only one person better than her, Caroline Yajima, or Yajima Caroline, who stands in her way. But this year will be different. This year she will get her reds on Gina Kosaka, who is just walking by. I, I love this. I will get my revenge on you. And she points straight at her. And Gina's like, oh, hi. What I love about this is, do you remember a couple of episodes back when Mao first showed up? And Say is like, hey, do you think I just attract weird people? I love how Gina also attracts weird people. She's just not aware of it. This presumably is the only weird person that she has attracted whereas say seems to be tripping over them i don't know she's an artist she's in the art world i feel like there are a lot of weirdos there maybe she's just used to it she, so she she sees that kind of weirdness as normal and the people who are cropping up around say are extra weird yeah, to her well, she just well, again because of commercialization she didn't realize gunpla was art yet she didn't understand <laughs> they were just weird art people Anyway, she might guide points on the street and Sheena's there and she's like, oh, Karo-chan, hi, it's been so long, which makes her go red and is like, no, it is not Karo-chan, I am not a candy mascot, I am not selling caramel with my horse, it is Caroline-san. This guy is so concerned, he's got a handkerchief. I like how she corrects it and uh, Sheena's like, 
but you're still carriage on to me. Uh, that makes me wonder, are these two childhood friends or something? No, I presume they just met in the, like I presume they have had art duels for however long both well, of them no, have Caroline been. Caroline has had art, art, art duels, duels yes. in heavy quotes. And, and Gina is just unaware of it. But I assume they've met up at a bunch of art expositions, probably podiumed together a lot, given the background they have. So like if you're in competitions with people just in high school, you start to form like small friendships. And Caroline's like, no, this is just psychological warfare attempting to upset me. I have to be the better person. I like how she's like, I have clearly undergone mental discipline training. She is the least mentally disciplined person in this show. She is a middle schooler, to be fair. <laughs> um, no, I, I was going to say maybe Reiji is not, but Reiji tends to control himself pretty well. You know Except who doesn't? doesn't Ricardo but... Fellini. <laughs> no, Ricardo Fellini controls himself excellently. He's just an alcoholic. And she's like, I'm going to win against you. And Gina has left and is going inside. So Caroline has won the gold prize for a painting of some apples that looks like a painting of some apples. It reminds me of a paint of one of those famous paintings of, you know, fruit on a table. I don't know exactly what it is, what the thing is called. And so Caroline's like, so what did you present? A landscape like always? And she's like, no, this year I did something different. And then we see that Sheena has won the grand prize for her painting, Bear Guy in the Forest, which is Winnie the Pooh, but a bear guy. <laughs> Both Caroline and her attendant have the exact same reaction. But I love how the attendant's wearing sunglasses so you don't get to see the shocked eyes, <laughs> which makes Caroline's look even more ridiculous, despite giving them the same reaction. It's very Sailor Moon and very good. So Caroline's like, what even is this? Is it a bear? Is it a robot? I don't get it. It's both. It's the special edition act guy, Gunpla. And she's like, what? And her secret service attendant has to lean in. He's like, Gunpla means a Gundam plastic model, miss. And Caroline is like, I've lost to a toy. I've lost to cheap commercialization. I lost to a piece that's about a toy. Is it and, better um, than a piece about an apple? Man, uh, miss, you, you painted fruit. Like, I, <laughs> Look, I'm not sure. How, I, I'm not sure how painting still life so is of the a bear fruit guy if you try hard enough. Of in that's the secret of art. Everything of the, is everything if you try hard enough. Well, the bear guy actually has like basically imagination because you can't have that model like eating honey the way she has it on there. It's basically well, a model for her work. Anyway, Caroline is devastated because she has lost to a Gundam toy and will not forget this humiliation. Cut to the opening sequence. That, uh, that, that painting of the bear guy is huge, by the way. Which is probably why it won, because it's incredibly detailed and also huge. I mean, I feel like there must have been a lot of large entries. Yeah, that's probably true. I'm just, like, uh, you'd think that for a, an actual, like, contest, they would be limited on canvas size. They might be, but there might be different limits, and presumably they entered different. It was, an ex it was also an exhibition. Yeah. So... Um, it's possible that they weren't necessarily entered into a, an actual contest originally. It's been weird because, so my sister went to art school for a while, and Katie is currently going to that same art school. And it's just weird seeing their, like, differing processes and, like, how they're learning to art differently. It's just strange. Moral of the story is I have a much larger appreciation for still lifes, as in painting apples, than I used to, so... It is a skill, and it's one I don't have. It is a it is a very much a skill, and very much one that I do not have the patience for. That's why you should buy Gunpla. They're the barest minimum art you can do. Cut to the cafe, cafe restaurant. Ca cafe is the word I wanted, and it was on screen, so I couldn't think of it. That Gina's father owns, that she is trying to waitress at, but she is a terrible at charisma. And so her dad's like, hey, like when you interact with customers, could you like, I don't Suck know, less? try to smile? 
Well, yeah, like be a good waitress, smile, be friendlier is what he says. And so Chena tries to smile and it is... It's like when I try <laughs> to smile for a picture and her father is like, I'm sorry, just be yourself. It was my mistake. <laughs> but then Chena gets a phone call from Say's mom, which he is thrilled to get. I love how she's in this area and the two guys that she took the order from are watching and are like, really? And her dad is behind the counter looking up at like, Really? And Rinko's like, Say's been stuck in the painting room since before the last episode. He wasn't even in the last episode. Chena, you have to help me. Except for yelling at Reiji. <laughs> From inside the room. Yes. But he won't listen. He won't He won't uh, rest or anything like that. But he might listen to you because you're his girlfriend. That's what she actually says. She says, hey, you are his precious girlfriend. Which <laughs> and Chena is like yeah. super over the moon. Like she starts flying through space. She literally flies to Iori models off the high she gets from <laughs> Say's mom calling her Say's girlfriend. Which I commented as, oh, hormones. <laughs> <laughs> she brings him an Amorice, which is what the people there ordered. So she just took one of their orders instead of delivering to That's them? A, that, no, she took both so they could eat together. <laughs> And she's like, you're working too hard. You need to back off. You need to rest. And says, so like, I know, but I have to do something. I have less than two weeks now, and I had two months last episode. I actually still kind of like, like, it's still reinforcing the fact that Say is actually much more mature than he, you know, kind of seems on a lot of cases. Because she says, you're working too hard. And his immediate reaction is, I know. Like, usually you would have somebody protesting, like, no, I need to do this, whatever. He's like, I know I'm working too hard, but I don't know exactly what else to do. He's still protesting, though. He's like, I got to do something for Reggie or we're going to get our asses kicked. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, he didn't start off protesting like I have to do whatever. You know, I'm, I'm not working too hard. I'm fine. He literally just said, I'm all, I know I'm already working too hard, but he's hit a wall. So Chena asks where Reggie is and says, like, I don't know. Sometimes he just leaves for a while. It's weird, but I got used to it. I do like how he's just like, you know, he's like, I haven't seen him for a few days, but there's nothing unusual about that. Anyway, but to distract him, Chena's like. Hey, I finished a gunplot. Do you want to look at it? And say is like, yes, get me out of this room. <laughs> she knows how exactly to get him motivated to get out of there. It's just like, hey, I will show you a gunplot I made. And he's like, I am all for this. And she's like, meet me at the park. And Rinko, who is, of course, ear to the door, is like, yes, nice job, Chinachan. <laughs> Cut to a bear guy. It is a bear guy. It's a bear guy. It's it, built on a crappy chassis. It was painted yellow, so that's different than a bear guy. But it has a red bow and says like, ah, oh, you did a good job painting. It's got a cool bow. You didn't think a Gumpla beginner built it. I guess art skills are transferable. Uh, but he notices there's something about it. It makes like a rattling noise. I think it also he notices its lack of range of movement here. And he's about to comment on it when Caroline team rockets into frame <laughs> atop a nearby slide. I, I love her attendant yeah. at the base of the slide. Did you notice the horse in the background? <laughs> I did not see the horse in the background. It's there. And she's like, haven't seen you since the exhibition, Chinasan. And says, like, do you know her? And uh, so Chinasan's like, yeah, she's at the art exhibitions. Her name is Karo-chan, which causes her to blush off the slide and demand she not be called that. And this is the part we were talking about at the start where she just Microsoft stams out her name. <laughs> Karolina Yamajima. Then she remembers it's psychological warfare. And, and Say and Tina are just looking at her like, okay. And so Caroline's like, anyway, I binge Gundam build fighters. And I realize you got a boyfriend recently. <laughs> and Say is like, really? You got a boyfriend, class rep? 
and say it's like, you know what? I was kind of into it last time this happened, but now I'm not her boyfriend, which makes Chima blush. And Caroline is like, I am not shipping you two. I did not come out here so you could have the, oh no, we're not together naive scene. Well, Get over it. As, as <laughs> Chima starts like wiggling, uh, Say also blushes and looks down. Like he's also on board with this, I just, but he's not, he's too embarrassed to admit it. I just love how Caroline, the walking anime trope, is like, I did not come here to anime troping you. Get over it. <laughs> my point was you're building Gunpla because of him, right? And she's like, yeah. See, look, here's my Gunpla. Look how cute it is. And uh, Caroline starts immediately like gushing over how cute the bear guy is. Oh, uh, we do need to point out its name, though, which is Bear Guy 3 or Bear Guy Son. So, yeah, it's Mr. Bear Guy or Bear Guy 3. It's a pun. It's pretty cute. But yes, as Zach said, Caroline immediately turns into a girl about it. It's like, oh, it's cute. And they start playing around with it. She's like, it's mouth moves like a gumpla. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so she starts talking to it. And then it immediately is like, wait a minute. I do like that she introduces herself to the bear guy as Caro and not Caroline. And then say, which may be the funniest joke in the episode, is like, but Caro chants on. (laughs) 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 Which just makes her more upset. I missed that. It's so good. It's like, anyway, I thought you came here to be friends with the class rap. And she's like, oh, yes, I lost my cool for a bit. Thank you. And then her bodyguard just comes into frame for a second to remind us all she's rich. I love how he just kind of pops in and then I, immediately. Did, it I assume like, totally Mortal Kombat toasty. I yes. assume he came in to hand her the paper, actually. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's possible. But you can't really see him doing anything. He just looks like he pops in for the Mortal Kombat reference. So Caroline holds up a paper, which is a ad for a girls-only Gumpla exhibition tournament. And Caroline is like, I lost you at art, but I won't lose to you at Gumpla. My immediate response to this was like, all right, say, just loan her one of the ones you built that's in the uh, display case. <laughs> I mean, that you're, was- you're already a world-class builder. Now she can uh, fly one of the most uh, the most powerful mobile suits you can get your hands on. Obviously, not one of Reggie and one of your tournament suits because only reggie can control those because you're fucking insane the bear guy zero custom got the epion wings china protests she did not build her bear guy son for battle but caroline's like what's the matter colonel sanders chicken and she's like no but but then she remembers say and how he's been stuck and in a rut and she's like okay i'll do it yeah just ask him to borrow one of the loaners he does i don't think he would care yeah but then you know it's not her pride is on the line it's like, say, and Reggie we're talking about. It's about trying your hardest and then pitting it against someone else. Although Caroline's going to go straight for her recruiting a ringer so, because yep. she's rich. So Chena agrees. And Caroline's like, well, I'll see you Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And then <laughs> Joe Sama's away back to her horse. And Say is like, are you really sure about this? And Chena's like, yes, it's more important to get you out of your hole. Will you teach me? And Reggie, who has been in a tree nearby... Well, say it's like, I can teach you about building Gunpla. The plot is that I'm shit at video games, though. And Reggie, who, as Zach said, is on the random encounter table in a tree. is like, don't worry, I'm great at Gunpla. I will do it. And everybody's like, wait a minute, how long have you been there? He's actually just been following Say around for like the last three days. I just love the fact that as they're talking about it, Say is like, I can't really teach you. And Reggie is just like, I'm here too, dude. So a training montage begins with the opening theme playing over it. I love her notebook where she's poorly drawn the bear guy. <laughs> Presumably, Say is giving her tips on building. And then it cuts into it where the bear guy is like trembling knees as Chena's trying to learn how to drive it. Yeah, it's like full Rocky running on the beach montage. I love that its face changes while she's piling it. And it's doing the, the punching motions. 
But then she trips. Minor setback. She tripped hard enough that she has to repaint it. Well, say he's like, you miss a spot. So for, I cannot remember what the name of this mobile suit is they use for training, but did you guys notice why they use it? No. It's uh, orange and okay. it has drills. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get it. Caroline, what's Caroline's color? Oh. And what's, how does oh. Caroline wear her hair? Yeah. I did not <laughs> notice this, but not that you point that out, that is freaking fantastic. Yeah, this show knows about details and how to do them. And that's why it's so much better than, say, pill divers. So she blows it up. She She's kind of surprised that she managed it. And Reggie just gives her a thumbs up. Cut to the skyscraper that the Jijima Corporation is run out of, where Nils Nielsen is just secured a sponsorship deal with the Yajima Corporation. So does... Like, why does he seem to need a sponsor when, like, nobody else does? Or are Say and Reiji just sponsored by Iori Models? Like, is that is, is his mom his sponsor? I was going to say, they have a place to crash. Nils needs a hotel, you know, maybe some Gumpla supplies, whereas, you know, Eeyore, like you said, Say just has a Gumpla shop. We actually know from the next episode that Say's mom gives him a uh, budget every day. Because uh, Reiji goes out and spends it on snacks, so... <laughs> Say, Rinko gives Reiji that. Also, Nils is a genius, Zach. He's one step ahead in the esports game. He knows that in a couple of years, it's all going to be big sponsorship deals. Uh, and he doesn't want to deal with crypto because yeah, he's smart. So he's trying to get a sponsor now while there's still money out there that's not shady. Okay, so I kind of want Nils to show up to like the tournament. With FTX with, patches? <laughs> well, no, like, it wouldn't be the FTX, but like he'd have the thing on. And then it would have like Yajima... <laughs> Bud Light. <laughs> Kira and Ichiban, obviously. Red Bull. Red Bull sponsors everybody. They have a Formula One team, which is still one of the weirdest things to me, and I don't know why. Red Bull goes through wheels. So anyway, just as they're sealing the deal, Caroline bursts in. And, and is like, I'm stealing your gunpla genius. I need this. Bye. Uh, yeah, she says, I have a favor to ask of the American champion, and then just drags him off. Dude, sponsorship obligations. You think the money's going to be good, but then you don't have any time left to practice and play the game as you're dragged off by cute girls. I love how he calls back and is like, what's going on? And the president is like, uh, my child is going on. I'm sorry. Cut to Reggie telling Sheena that she's doing it wrong. And it's more like, pow, bazook, ba-bang. And Say is like, those are not words. <laughs> well, those are words, but how exactly is she can understand that? And Reggie's like, but... Dude, you can't drive. I control. You don't. And then I'll Bear Guy passes out. Bear Guy is sad. Then we don't get an eye catch. And then you do a mid spot like kapow, bang, pew, pew, pew. Just like that. And now you know how to do a mid spot. Anyway, here's an example that's probably more useful than that. Um, thanks for listening, everyone, to this episode nine of Gundam Build Fighters. We just put up our January bonus episode, wherein I and also Alex came up with a bunch of terrible descriptions for anime, and then made Zach and Jeremy try to guess them. They passed, but that's our bonus episode this month. I thought it was fun. Next month, we're probably going to do something February-themed. I'll leave it up to your interpretation what that means. It may involve the supply chain. So if you want to listen to either of those, head over to our patreon.com slash lastpodcast, or otherwise just join our Discord. We actually got quite a few new people recently, and uh, everyone's a bunch of cool nerds over there. Mostly there for Gundam stuff, but we do all sorts of other things. I say that, it's mostly just also 40k. It's mostly Gundam and 40k. But if you like other nerd stuff, there are plenty of other nerd things to be had in that arena. Man, that sentence got away from me. Anywho... Let's get back to the episode and see if a bear guy can what Nintendo don't. The hours of
But when we're back, Chena is going one-on-one with Reggie. And probably the most unfair fight we are going to see in a long time. Because an at guy couldn't handle this to begin with, much less this crap-ass bear guy. And Reggie's got the moves, so she can't hit it, even though she targets and locks on. But she doesn't kick Reggie because her mobile suit is not, or her gumpla is not good enough for that. But she does manage to dodge a kick, which means she's at least a relatively good pilot. But then Reggie appears behind her and has, like, the beam sword at the face, so. And we're just like, you know what, you're so crap, but you're good enough. (laughs) You should be good enough to deal with this. And I'm like, you're literally standing in an area that has much better mobile suits than this thing. So Renko comes in the room and is like, hey, say, walk Chena home, it's dark. No ulterior motive for me, just it's dark. I mean, if if there was an actual problem, you'd send Reggie with him? <laughs> well, you know, if there is a problem, he'll just jump out of the nearby tree <laughs> and roll for initiative. That's his last name, Reggie, roll for initiative. <laughs> so it's re- roll for initiative, Reggie? Yeah. So Say's walking Chena home and asks why she agreed when she seems to hate Gumpla battle, and she gets all shy about it, but so Say's like, oh, you don't have to tell me. Well, we know why. Yeah, and then Say eventually figures out, wait, did you do it just so I, and Sheena's like, I have to go run off, bye! <laughs> yeah, he's like, I was able to go back to the basics and uh, figure out some more things, that because I was at a den, and wait a minute, hang on. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a revelation about your childhood friend. <laughs> She's not really his childhood friend, she's his uh, middle school girlfriend. They're currently child childs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... And friends. Can you have a revelation about your childhood friend if you are in your childhood? If there's constantly an old man going, ah, youth, while around you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we cut to the next day where at the mall, there is this girls only Gumpla tournament. If a Rambaral realizes the beauty of youth in a forest. uh... (laughs) I don't think he can teleport to this one because it's not big enough. Hey, remember Chena's friends from episode two? They're here. That's a nice nod to continuity, even though they're not particularly important characters. Not important enough to have names. Caroline is all Let's alone, though. see. I saw an at guy up there. I was looking at the posters on the on the wall behind them. Nils Nielsen slides in the frame next to Caroline, though, and is like, is that the girl you wish to defeat no matter what? So uh, two champion-level <laughs> contenders for the world tournament are here teaching... They're, they're in a proxy <laughs> war with their girl friends? <laughs> uh, except for the fact that they do not realize they are in a proxy war. Yes, which I love. Chena's first match is against a girl cosplaying Allenby and using a noble Gundam, which yep, is adorable. She doesn't have the... She's in a different color set. She's like Sailor Jupiter cosplaying as uh, <laughs> yep. Allenby because that's the color set she's using. Yeah, that's true. I, I really like the noble deco is what they call it. It's quite good. Unfortunately, it's not good enough to beat a bear guy. Also, Sazaki is here. I did notice him earlier. <laughs> Why is he here? I have a compelling headcanon reason that I was sure was going to come up. He's got a sister? He has multiple sisters. One of who is very into Gumpla and will be a prominent character in the next series. Oh, uh, that's kind of interesting. But here he's just here smugging in the background this entire episode. <laughs> Honestly, in terms of capability, the Noble Gundam should absolutely wreck that bear guy. Yeah, but the bear guy is painted good. <laughs> it's also piloted by a character with a name yep well alice has a name her name is alice and i remembered it i do love the bear guy's angry bear guy it gets when it's about to go into battle she's had uh enough experience around say knowing that she has to uh chant her name and do a launch sequence but her opponent skipped that step and is already in combat mode and has the berserker system yep so she has even less of a chance if she didn't have a name Luckily, she has the ability to aim, and this noble Gundam is made out of that extra frail plastic. <laughs> it's an entry grade. <laughs> so Chino wins, 
plotting Alice. And Caroline's like, she better be good enough for this. She can't lose before I beat her. But thankfully, they're literally the next match. Unfortunately, Say and and, uh, Reiji haven't made it there yet. Because Reiji, I'm assuming, slept in. I was going to say, Reiji, ever since he learned about storefront sales, has been wandering town looking for deals and got distracted buying a bunch of bow bombs or something. Well, we also know that he has a problem with time. And this will come up again next episode. Oh, Reiji's a time lord. (laughs) Okay. So they make it just in time for the two to go head to head. And I hadn't noticed this before. There's a guy that's standing there. I think he recognizes surprised. them, right? Yeah, it looks like he recognizes them because they pull up and then like he looks over like, oh, a couple of kids. And then it's like, wait a minute, I recognize those kids. So Caroline has an SD night Gundam. It's very SD Gundam-y. It uh, has a cape made with real cloth. Say it's like, looks like an SD Gundam, but it's super well done with real metal and paint and cloth. The builder's no joke. And Reggie's just like, why well, got Gumpel look so funny? And he's like, I don't know. For some reason in Japan, we think it's cute. It is genuine, really, really funny when characters go ST, I guess. They don't do that in the show, though, for some reason. I love how it keeps glinting. Yeah, it's to show how good the plating is on the surface. And it's painted without stickers. I do think my favorite part is that cape is real cloth. I do love the, like, pan over to Nils when says like, man, it was built by a pro. But, and it even goes further beyond because it has a centaur mode. (laughs) which is how you know it's serious business well that's uh she demanded an homage to her horse that's always in the background of course because she's no josama unfortunately china can't hit her say cheers her on but that just distracts her and caroline's like don't look at your boyfriend look at me stabbing you to death and then she gets stabbed to death with a sword well she just gets disarmed well she gets stabbed first yeah she gets stabbed first you're right she gets stabbed through the chest and then she, ba- but unfortunately for the Ojo-sama, she gets bounced away because apparently she's got an airbag. Caroline's like, that won't matter. And then disarms her. And this a little bit of cotton fluff pops out of both sides. <laughs> and says like, what? And Niels is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and Caroline is like, huh? And so Tina's like, I have a backstory for my gunpla. Yeah, it's a, it's a cute teddy bear that got turned into a robot one day. I like how it's blushing about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Caroline is like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm a murder you now. But then the bear guy opens its mouth and somehow projectiles out the cotton. <laughs> Which wraps up the gunpla, the night Gundam, and it can't move, so it falls off of the uh, well, well, table. The, the bear guy bowls it over the table. And Nils Nielsen's like, is that legal? I don't think there's anything in the rule book against that, huh? I do also like, specifically, she did point out that the mouth moves. Yep. Which is why that happens now. So Tina bowls her off of the table. And there's just this beautiful animation of the night Gundam in the cotton just bouncing on the floor once it can no longer move. This is the most SD Gundam thing that has ever happened, including in an SD Gundam show. (laughs) I like how its face changes as soon as it leaves the Plavsky field also. Yeah, it goes back to default. Yep. Caroline is defeated. Nils is surprised. Bear guy is broken. Sounds Sounds like he is is smugging in the background. (laughs) Well, look, he's here for side bets, too. And he bet a bunch on Gina because he's like, pretty sure she's a main character. He bet on Gina and he's like, I've seen her around there. If she's here, Reiji and Say probably helped her. And if they could beat me. Cut to the end of the tournament where Gina has the second place prize for the real Gundam Builders Cup. Um, Presumably, she uh, forfeit because Reiji says, asks, why did you lose? And then Say replies, well, she didn't have the parts to fix it. So my assumption, and I don't know why I initially translated that in my head, is why did you, why, like, why did you withdraw from the last match? 
And then that's when Say was like, you know, she couldn't fix it. Also, my goal was accomplished. I got Say to fix his Gumpla and I defeated Karo Chad. So mission accomplished. I can let Suzaki's sister win. That's Jeremy's headcanon. <laughs> and now Say is uh, all happy because he's got it. He's like, wait, now I have an idea. I was such a Gundam fanboy. I didn't realize that he could do things outside of Gundam fanboydom. But now I, I realize I can just stuff my gumpla full of cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the way they did that to kind of reinforce that Say was so stuck on what do Gundams do that he didn't really think about what can I make this system do? How is Gundam formed? <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, Genus' friends are still here in the background. Well, they're like dropping on the shipping. Yeah, they, they got to make sure that everything's good. And Reiji is just like, wait, hang on. Say, get back here. And Sheena's like, I did it. Mission accomplished. Cut to Rinko on the phone being like, Sheena, you made it worse. And Sheena's like, wait, I actually have emotional intelligence. Actually, it's better. Yeah, he's more caught up in it than he was before. And Sheena's just like, yeah, he's not troubled anymore. It's fine that he's doing that. Now he actually knows what he's doing. He's not just holed up in a closet hoping to think of something. Yeah, and we see he's smiling as he works with the file. Which is different from how he was shown before, in which he was like, he was very determined, but that was about it. And that's the end of the episode. But wait, there's more. Rambaral means, oh no, a girl won. Rambaral teleports into Say's workshop. No one else could get in. As Say is very tired. He's got one of those nice alligator clipboards. I have a very terrible one of these for spray painting. And he's like, I just finished my Gumpla. And he's like, say, no, Kaiser lost. I know you're a big Kaiser fan. <laughs> and says, like, what? Before Last the year's tournament? world tournament champion? He's like, yes, he was defeated in the Finnish qualifying tournament. So you could say he was finished? <laughs> that pun doesn't play in Japanese. No, but it plays in English. Yes, it does. And Rumble's like, his opponent was. Some chick. A girl. Cut to Nemesis Mansion, where Isla's just chilling, staring out the window mysteriously. Now that I know more about her, she's thinking of all those snacks that she's missing. I was going to say, yeah, next episode will give Isla a personality, so Gundam Build Fighters is working on it. If that's the end of the episode. What did you guys think? It was fun. It was fun. Like, this isn't an episode where anything, like, there are serious stakes or anything like that, but I really enjoy it because it kind of reinforces the idea that Say is taking himself way too seriously, which is kind of already a personality flaw we've seen in him. It also raises serious implications about how Plasky particles interact with cotton. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> or one anything thing. anything else. That was like the one fridge logic thing of was like, hey, that actually probably shouldn't work. Unless they just affect other materials non-deterministic, like we haven't tested them, so we don't no, know. No, that's, maybe that's why Nils Nielsen looked so shocked. He's like, oh, I need to put this in my research notes. It specifically mentioned that Plasky particles interacted with the specific plastic that these gunplay are made out of. But they can also interact with other stuff, like by virtue of being particles, right? They interact with other stuff. Like, and you so. could like make a string can out of like one of those silly string sprayer cans out of this plastic, right? That's and then have the plastic depress. I don't think that's what Cheetah did, but it certainly seems possible. That's true. Professor, the implications. <laughs> I like this batch of three episodes because it's a nice little breather, and I like the time between the qualifying tournament and the real tournament, especially when we need a cool down after that Zaku amazing fight. I think this is the best of those three episodes by far. It does make me wonder if this got pitched as a shorter series, like just the seven, and then it got extended. I'm not sure on that, but I could see that. I could see that, So, the, so you think it originally might have been pitched as ending after that Zaku amazing fight? Yeah, I just wonder if it was. That would kind of make sense because of how much that how awesome that Zaku Amazing fight was. And then they lose anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, we also haven't gotten quite that level of animation since. 
Yeah. Well, these episodes have also kind of operated as a uh, budget saver because there hasn't really been anything in here that has required incredible animation to get across anything. So they haven't had to worry about that kind of thing. And next week, the world tournament begins. And then we're in what the bulk of the series is for a while. The tournament arc arc. Yes. The second tournament arc arc. You have a high point, Tyler. Uh, It's got to be the gag where... Caroline is playing with the bear guy and then realizes that she's been duped <laughs> in, into having fun with her friend. Um, it's her rival. Good. Zach, do you have a hype for it? I think it's uh, Ray G appearing on the random encounter table, just being like, I'll teach her how to drive it if you teach her about gunplay in general. Like, I really like Ray G just kind of appearing there. It, it follows along with everything we've seen him do already, but it still makes me laugh. What's your high point, Jeremy? I think I'm going to go with the Karo-chan-san joke. Again, it, it only plays in Japanese, but it's so funny to me. Let's say it's like trying to be respectful, but also like, it's like yeah, this is this is Tina's friend, right? So she's my friend, but I have to be res- uh, respectful with her. Tyler, do you have a low point? Um, Probably how easily she defeats the Noble Gundam. Like, I realize that we need to like save on time and like just move past that, but I would have preferred that that just happened off screen or something. If it wasn't going to play up as anything anyway. Yeah. Zach? That's a little on the hard side, I think. Should have seen some better gunpla art at the gallery. <laughs> it does feel a little weird that Say doesn't offer her one of the demo ones that he has at the shop. No, it's about art. Oh, let's see. What am I going to go with? I, I had something, I think, and now it's gone. And so maybe I never had anything to begin with. I guess Suzaki just being there smugging in the background, which to be fair, I like. It just seems like there should be any Some, addressing of it. Like he should say something. Yeah. They, they didn't lampshade it at all, and yeah. they kind of needed to. Yeah. Do you have an MVP, Tyler? I kind of want to give it to Caroline, although I don't think I'm going she to. She drives the episode. I think I'm actually going to give it to Chena because she drives the more meta arc. So. Zach? I think I'm going to give it to Chena as well, because while she doesn't necessarily drive the conflict in this episode, she definitely is actually acting as the primary problem solver of what the meta problem is that this episode is solving, and it says modeling block, basically. Also, I'm shipping them, so... I am going to give it to Caroline, because she drives this episode, and she (laughs) has a horse. (laughs) (laughs) And the horse you rode it on! Anyway. Anything else we want to say about this episode? It was it's fun. a fun cooldown episode. Yeah. I thought it was going to be much, much dumber when I saw the original, uh, like, next time on Gundam Build Fighters thing. Just a surprising number of really good dumb jokes. Yeah, um, like, like I said, it's very Simpsons-esque, which all the little tiny jokes in there that are on top of jokes. Like, even Suzaki might have been that. They're like, yeah, let's put Suzaki in here acting like he won, even though he literally didn't do anything and hasn't since the first episode. I kind of want to go back and look at the art gallery and see if there's anything hidden in any of the art gallery, but I'm not gonna because I'm not that ambitious, so someone else let me know. All right, we will be back next time with The World Tournament Begins. Podcast ended. 